You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. boy Tom here and we are back with another episode of the cinnamon sugar podcast Ooh, my boys my boys my boys listen lebron has already locked in another championship for next year. we're gonna get to that we're gonna get to that how was your weekend Gary, yeah, you want to you, oh you, yeah yeah i'll start no big deal you know i usually start anyway so <laughs> so uh my weekend was fine i actually uh crunched a bunch of numbers which we will be discussing on this podcast of t- 25 basketball players not named i just crunched all their numbers whether it be points rebounds assist put it all in a little excel worksheet sent it to the guys and we're going to pick our top five in a 10-year span so i took a span of whether it been their third year to their 12th, uh, 12th, 13th year or the second year to the 12th year, everybody has the same exact span of 10 years. And then I compiled the numbers to see based on just numbers alone, not name recognition, because I truly believe name recognition affects people's thoughts when it comes to best players in basketball. So we're going to take that. We're going to have four, four weeks. We're going to cover this up. The first week is going to be just the 10-year span. Then we have a 10-year rewards. We have a career and then a career awards section. So we'll start with that. That's what I did. So I'm just trying to prove people's points that, hey, people base their opinions off of favoritism of names, not just numbers and awards. So it will be a very interesting segment when we get to it because there's really stuff you can't argue. So I don't know how time's going to handle it because, you know, he loves to argue everything about LeBron, but the numbers don't match. So I'm going to tell you what blows my mind. The fact that you went through all that to do it. So you let, it lets me know that Gary is not as lazy as I thought he was. I hope (laughs) you put just as much effort into these numbers and your coaching career at that school that you're coaching at. Because I got the greatest hype song for y'all. This song's dedicated to my homie. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I cannot wait to get my $1,000 per win for this season. <laughs> Winless. Win $1,000 per game we win over 500 I love it for the nonprofit. I love it. I, I well, see look, how the numbers well, keep going up, too. <laughs> what, 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 what are you talking about? <laughs> Listen, I'm just excited. I need to see. I think we need to post our YouTube a special, like, reaction video of the first time D'Angelo visits a practice so we can see all these players getting <laughs> on. He's supposed to be coming down at some point. I will bring yeah, him to yeah. the practice, so. Uh, I'm gonna have the kids. I'm gonna let the kids all know he's been talking crap about him. <laughs> so it'll be very interesting to see how they react. First of all, I have not talked crap about the kids one time. I've talked crap about the program. <laughs> the program, <laughs> terrible. They're in the program. <laughs> I'm about to say, dude, <laughs> I heard the greatest political line ever uh, this weekend, bro. <laughs> and I, I have been using it. And the, the it, and simply it was said just like this, just because it's not true doesn't mean it's a lie. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> just because it's not true doesn't mean it's not a lie. 
doesn't mean it's a lie. That that it, it doesn't mean that it's a lie. I was like, oh, uh, that's the greatest man. political line ever. You think you could ever use that on your wife? Nah, that that'll never work. Speaking <laughs> of my wife, speaking of my wife, it goes. This goes into what I did this weekend. So, for God knows why, my wife decided that, you know, on the weekend that's her time to like clean up, and you know, I guess cleaning up is some like insane way of her like spending time with herself. I don't know. I I, I don't know what's going on in her head. I just know that she just picked, but she picks weird things to clean up, which is really weird. Like, oh, today I'm going to get up and I'm going to clean the window panes. And I'm like, what? But there's stuff around the window panes. What about all the boxes that's in front of it? She was like, no, uh-uh, I'm cleaning the window panes today. Like, oh, okay, cool. So she woke up, you know, this particular morning, which was Sunday, which was yesterday. She woke up and she wanted to clean out the freezer. And the first thing that she wants to clean out is the meat that I shot uh, you know, three or four, five, six years ago. And she was like, look, that's bad. It's Wait, bad. you said years? I said years ago. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. You laughing at me right now, but I don't know how far in the South are you from. And if you've ever been in a hunting community or been hunting before. But the meat never goes bad. That's why That's why people, lady and gen- ladies and gentlemen, you own a deep freezer. If What's the purpose of owning a deep freezer if you can't keep the meat for years? What's the purpose of having a deep freezer? We all have eaten meat that has been uh, years and years old. You just didn't know it, especially if you you from the South. So I, I, I'm i saying I the meat was still good. My wife was like, no, nah, it's not good. We've had it too long. And then my father-in-law goes, I quote, he was like, you're supposed to only keep meat for six to nine months. And I was like, Dad, you I was just meat? about to say, that's what Google says exactly. Six to nine. He said six to nine months. He was like, I've never eaten any meat uh, longer than that. And I'm like, Dad, you lying. Because I, if you've eaten any meat out of our freezer, it's, it done be, it's been in there for a while. I know. Because I got meat in there that's been in there for five, six, six years. You know, maybe seven. I don't know. But it never goes bad because it's in a deep freeze. But I don't understand why, like, I I guess my question is, is how long do you think meat supposed to be in the freezer? Does it, is it a certain time period that you're giving it when it go bad? Or as long as it's safe to eat, do you, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to say five to six years ain't it. <laughs> that, that, that wasn't a damn question. That wasn't a question. What What's your, what's your time period? How long are you keeping food in the freezer before you decide like oh it's gone bad even if it doesn't show you signs of it going bad because i know gary gary you better not lie you've had shit in your freezer bro that's been in there for years yeah but i didn't eat it (laughs) years years and i know and i've eaten candy that was in there for years and it was great I've probably eaten meat that was in there that you had in there. Like, oh, yeah, it's been in there for a while. If it was good, we still cooked it and we ate it. Well, we'll see. The whole problem is the only reason we have expiration dates on things is because of the FDA. Overseas and stuff, they don't have expiration dates. Like, there's plenty of people that have bought truckloads. Like, my dad tells me the store all the time. He worked at a grocery store growing up. Well, there was a guy who would always buy these huge truckloads of all the canned goods that are about to expire. And then he would take them all and then he would sell them overseas for like pennies on the dollar. 
but they were getting thrown away. It didn't matter. And they're completely still good to eat. It's just we have our expiration dates on because of the FDA. It doesn't necessarily mean the food's going bad. It's just what the FDA says. Oh, it might not be good. But people overseas, they eat things all the time after an expiration date because it's still good as long as you're taking care of it. Back in the olden days when all they did was add salt to preserve things, and that was because the, they didn't have refrigerators. Like, and they ate stuff year, like years later and stuff like that. So especially when they killed things, they had to eat it later. They couldn't eat it all at one time, so they'd kill enough for the whole village or whatever. And they didn't have any problems. And I think that's the thing is like a lot of it comes to the FDA and the rules that get put in place. And everybody just thinks that's all oh, you have to. You have to stick by it, which isn't true. Like Just like I, you said, Google says this. It doesn't mean it's right. Nope. Has somebody truly tested it? Like I know you can like if you kill a deer or a hog and you freeze the meat, it can be in there for a long time and still be good. It doesn't matter. Like long as you keep it frozen, that's the key. As long as it stays frozen and it not in the refrigerator. Now in the refrigerator, yes, you can tell it goes bad. You can smell yeah. it, all that kind of stuff. But a freezer is different. Look, man, I so my wife had flipped it on me because I told her, you know what I'm saying, how back in the days, you know, how I grew up, you know, it was kind of hard, poverty stricken, stuff like that. And uh <laughs> today she goes, you had a deep freezer? And I go, yeah, we had like everybody had a deep freezer. She was like, well, what did y'all put in there? And I was like, well, we put meat in there. She was like, well, how did y'all have excess meat? Well, you needed to have a refrigerator and a deep freezer, but you were struggling. And I was like, you know, <laughs> you know what? I was like, I thought about it too. And I was like, dang, you know, that is something to think about. That don't necessarily mean you not. But it doesn't necessarily mean you do. But I, it was interesting looking at it from her perspective, though, because it was it was interesting. But yeah, Tom, what you think, man? How long are you keeping yours in the freezer, dude? How long until you like, nah, it's bad, bro? You, you go ahead and call that. me Takashi because it's six to nine for me, boy. Six nine, hey, six to nine months, just like Google says. I don't care. I, I, I at, at maximum a year. If I come across something that's been in there over a year, it's gone. They, you know, they, I've talked to the people about this before, like. You know how they say you're supposed to keep the top of your wedding cake in the in the freezer for a year and then take it out and eat a bite on your anniversary? I'm like, hell no, that ain't for me. I'm like, you know, we can take a picture and enjoy that the next year because I ain't about that. Anything over, I'm going to say my maximum is a year, but that's that's even pushing it. It's probably like eight, nine, ten month range for me. But mm, that, that's but that ain't me. I, 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 I grew up in a hunting community, but I was never the hunter myself. Um but nope, nope. I'm a, you have to. You, 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 you can keep that one, dude. You can keep that all but, the way. But you over don't. There. But you don't. But you don't know though. You don't know, man. You I, you wouldn't believe, man, how much food we probably go through and we waste. And what's insane was, and I was I was talking to my wife about this. She can go to the store, man, and she got to buy damn near two of everything because we obviously we have four kids. So we we. We damn near have to stockpile stuff where it looked like our house looked like the, the damn grocery store. Well, we got to, that's what the pantry looks like anyway, because the kids, you know, they constantly eat and they constantly eat. So we are so excited that school's about to start because now it's the school's problem. Y'all got to feed these damn kids. <laughs> Listen, you say we don't know. Well, you know what? I don't know if poop tastes bad for sure because I've never eaten it, but I'm not going to try. 
I ain't gonna venture down that 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 road. So if you're trying to say, oh, you probably ain't gonna die if you eat something that's over a year a year past expiration, but it's been in the freezer, I ain't gonna find out. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Hey, I feel you, man. I hundred uh, percent feel you. But that's that's basically you know what I'm saying. What I did this weekend, but I did this too. And I I want y'all to be honest with me, cause <sighs> let me see. So. I'm scrolling through Facebook, Instagram. I'm, 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 I'm scrolling through social media and I see a post and it's a video of a guy talking about, uh, no, it was Charlemagne saying he has said that, uh, he said, if you want to know who a person is, you got to watch how they treat other people and they'll show you exactly who they are. And it's just a matter of time before it'll be you. And uh, I was like, I'm going to scroll past that. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. Uh-uh. Be the bigger person. We all know that I'm not the bigger person. I scrolled my happy ass right back down, went in the comment section, and was like, I totally disagree with this. It makes no sense. Sin. And so I want to have that conversation with y'all uh, before we go into, like, the rest of the podcast because – I find it interesting that a lot of people go by that moniker, whether it's the shopping cart theory where if you don't put the shopping cart back, you know, you're an asshole or you're this, you're that. And there's like these like built in societal metaphors. So I I, I want to know why is it that you think that the way that another person treats another person is who they truly are if they treat you completely different from how they're treating that person? So I'm going to let you go first. Well, I think it's more just based on, you know... That's assuming that you agree with the same. Right. Just let me know if you agree with it or you disagree with it, and just tell me why. I think there can be some truth to that, but I think it has to be uh, outside of a one scenario, you know, because anybody can have a bad day. So I think if you're like, watch somebody treat somebody poorly over a long period of time, then you can assume that that's going to come around to you as well, because that's probably how that person treats people. Um, you know, so I suppose I would say it's like, it's, if not, it's not taken in a vacuum, then I would, I would say that I agree with that. But, you know, cause like I say, anybody can have a bad day um, because, you know, even you've had, you, you see it all the time. People that have, you know, really good friends that you think are really good friends. Um, something happens all of a sudden you see a different side then you're like oh i didn't realize that happened and then you know you hear the these friends tell you stories about you know other friends that they're having problems with and it turns around and then all of a sudden they start treating you that way well it's because that's something that's wrong with that friend and the way that they treat people is why they keep having all these issues with all these different people so i think that that's where it comes from is like if you can watch somebody and observe them continuously treat other people yeah you might be their friend now but you never know when you could cross that line to where, okay, now you're in the sites to be treated that way. Yeah, I would say to a point, yes, I would agree that if it's like, like time said, if it's an extended amount of time and it kept being the same thing, yes. But also I think one thing that's never, that isn't, wasn't talked about is how are they being treated by other people? You may see them treat somebody bad, but they could be treated terribly and you not see that. And they're just giving what was given to them. 
So, like, I think, like you said, it's more of a long-term thing. You'd have to see it over and over. But you have to know both sides why somebody was treated that way. Because it could be right. like, like, D could right. just be terrible to me, like he always is. And it, I don't re, I do not do it back to him. Well, not in public, but. <laughs> <laughs> but he plays the no, good guy for the TVs, don't he? But, but I would say that that's the thing is, like, you just, you don't know what, how they're being treated in return. So it, they could just be feeding off of that and returning what was given to them. And I think that's where you said observation has to, is a big part of it, and you have to see how all that plays in. Right. There's definitely two sides to every story. Um, but that's why, you know, like you said, observation, and you got to use your own discernment to say, okay, is he or he or him or her treating them this way because they were treated badly, or is this just part of who they are as a person and their character? So this is – this is why I totally disagree with the statement. And even I even totally disagree with the, the actual conversation. And here's why, because me and Gary, we know each other in time. Let's just assume that I don't know you. And this is my first time meeting you and don't know the relationship that you and Gary have, or the relationship that you and Gary and some of Gary, other friends have again, I don't know you. This is my first time meeting you. You're not going to change how you interact with your friends based on me bringing new friends around because then you acting different then you acting new right so if you continue to act the way that you've always acted me not knowing the relationship then now i have taken what i think i have seen for you to be like a bad i just don't like that person it just rubbed me the wrong way i just i don't it's he he or she is always bullying so and so so and so or always saying this and that because you don't fully understand the relationship. And again, I'm not I'm not saying or putting off the ones that don't have the relationship where it's actually like, oh, they're a bad person. I'm not giving them anything or 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 they're misunderstood. I'm not giving them any excuses. Bad people are bad people, good people are good people, but misunderstood people are also people too. So well, that, be, that's because, why I said that it's important to not take it in a vacuum. And I think this is probably Probably one of the reasons why you have such a strong stance is because given that you're a celebrity, you have many people that come across you and only see you for a brief flash of, you know, time. And if you just so happen to catch you on a bad day or catch you in a time, you know, because that tells people all the time, like I've seen it. We, you know, we go out to like, you know, WrestleMania or something, you'll stop and take pictures with 20 people. Well, that 21st person that you say no to thinks you're an asshole, even though they don't realize right. you just stopped and, you know, spent 30 minutes taking pictures. So that's, you know, it's, that's why I feel like it's extra hard for somebody in your position and the limelight, because, you know, so many people do only get to cross your path for a short amount of time. And so they only have that small amount of time to form an opinion on you. Maybe that's why when he said it, I'm like, bro, you're a celebrity and you saying it. That's crazy because. You know, we have bad days just like everybody else. But when we have bad days, our interaction with people can seriously change the way that they view us because that'll be the only interaction we have with them for the rest of their life. Exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, that's what I did this weekend. Uh, I'm glad we was able to talk about that, too, because now, you know, I can (laughs) cut that and I can use that as my defense on why I totally disagree with that statement. What we got? And next time on this episode of Dr. Time, we will be (laughs) helping D'Angelo come to terms with the feelings and why he laughs every time he uh, tries to shed off pain. I'm just kidding. All right. I I got another topic we can talk about if you want to get serious now. 
Well, if you want to get serious, Tom, since you, say, <laughs> since you say the Cinnamon and Sugar podcast is where you go, where we get serious, let's talk. Let's be okay. serious, Tom. Before right. you go into what you're about to go right, into, let's uh-uh. do it, I, and I'm going to let you kick it off, Tom. So there's been a lot of discussions about Simone Biles and her mental health and her dropping out of all the competitions and stuff like that, right? Right. I was asked the other day because I had this I, I had this conversation because I said, hey, if it's mental health, then I'm with it. But if this is somebody that's taking advantage of the fact that mental health is like a hot topic right now, or if this is a, uh, a, a athlete that's dealing with something other than that, then we need to address it to some other than that. But this is the question that came up. And I found it very interesting. Do you think that all jobs that we work, no matter what level, high, low, professional, unprofessional, should have therapists on board to talk to people about their problems? I think it's a good idea. I think that could be a good benefit to have at your workplace because, you know, that's why they have school psychologists and I understand you're, you're a little bit more formidable in your younger years and you have, you know, probably more of a need for that, but I don't think a need for mental health ever stops. And I think that might be a, uh, a decent, uh, although expensive, uh, benefit to have for your, for your, <laughs> I just, but me, I, and, and this is me and I, and I said this on that podcast and I, and, and Gary, I'm gonna hit you here in a few minutes is that it's very tough when like, so when it's a physical, illness you could you can kind of somewhat uh figure that out you it was a ct scan whether it's a uh, mri whether it's uh uh you could tell like okay that's where the inflammation is coming from but when it comes to mental illness it can really throw off symptoms of something else uh like uh maybe anxiety or maybe which is all you know but this is before a sporting competition so you would think, okay, if this sporting competition is causing all this discomfort and causing you uh, to lose your mental health, then why wouldn't you step away from the game altogether? I think a lot of that's like what Kevin Love said. He's trying to show that you can still live your dream and do your dream while sh- by dealing with it and find other ways to cope and help you deal with the mental health aspect while still achieving your dream. Now, like Simone Biles' instance, hers, if she's not in the right mental capacity, she can seriously hurt herself. It's different than basketball. You're not really going to hurt yourself. You more You might miss a shot, that type of stuff. Football, you might would hurt yourself if you're not really paying attention, but like in gymnastics, you really can hurt yourself because if you land wrong, you could it could be over. And I think that's where it's different for that type of with gymnastics so, versus so, our sports. So this is why this is why it bothers me, uh, Gary. And this is a serious conversation, and this is not me making fun of it or or making fun of mental health. This is just me, a, a guy with questions. So Chris Bosch. He had the 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 thing in his leg, right? We physically saw that he had the thing in his leg, and the doctors told him, like, "Yo, you can die from this. Medically, you can die from this. This is not a good thing." He retired, right? Uh, I know Simone Biles came out and said, "You get these twisties, you can really hurt yourself." Now, if you've had these more than once, and you just came to light with us and told us, "Hey, I get these all the time." I'm in fear for my life or I could potentially really hurt myself when I get the twisties, then that seems like it's the same thing that the news that they gave Chris Bosh. 
but not from a physical standpoint, but from a mental standpoint, then now when you be concerned about your health, when you just walk away, you I see what say, I'm yeah. saying? And, and I, I could see that she sort of is doing that though, because she's already withdrawn from everything, but besides, I believe the bar competition, the final, the final balance being competition, but she's, She's no, no. She's not done for her career. She's coming back. That we don't know that though. We don't know. She could. We don't know until until she competes again. That's the thing is we okay. just don't know. We can't make that judgment yet. But I do want to answer your question about do workplaces should they provide it? I would yeah. say no, because I would say in like in like obviously like football and sports, yes. But in a normal workplace, no, because most of those places have insurance. That will pay for you to go see a therapist if you want to. So there's this the business isn't going to provide one when their insurance is basically providing one for free for you if you use the insurance and then you can see who you want. Because the problem you'll get into, and same thing we might have with sports, is you might not like the therapist that they assign you at the workplace. Now you don't have the option to go somewhere else. So I think you limit your resources if you have to just deal with the therapist that a work provides or a team or whatever provides. When you have the ability to go out and get any therapist you want that you might feel more comfortable with, I think that's the better avenue. And most works cover that. Like their insurances and everything will cover your therapist if you go do it. So you have that ability if you want to. Now it's not as easily readily if you like as, as as a workplace might be, but you might not like that person, and then then that doesn't that defeats the purpose of you going to see a therapist and it helping you. Yeah, they were the 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 person I was talking to was saying that um, all professional sports need therapists and stuff like that, and I'm like, hell, regular jobs need therapists too. I mean, you know how many times I've been to a fast food establishment, man, and they and they're losing their damn mind. I'm like, man, they can really like therapists can really benefit some of these companies out there. That's just all I was saying. Uh, and that was the conversation that I had. I was interested to see what you guys were going to say, because apparently like therapists is like this new like craze is going on. And I, and I don't know. I guess it's I don't know if craze. it's a new craze so much as it's becoming more socially acceptable. To Maybe try. that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Because you it's, know, beforehand, therapists, you seem like. Oh, you only talk to a therapist if you're crazy, like if you're, you know, right. loony bin. And now people are becoming more aware of mental health. People aren't having to lock it up and, you know, deal with it. They're like, hey, you know, it's actually okay because they're realizing. And that's part, that is one of the pretty things of social media, as much ugly as social media can cause, you know, just people being able to share like, hey, you know, I've gone through this too. I deal with this too. And so everybody doesn't feel so isolated and alone which makes them not afraid to go talk to a therapist, which is, you know, a good thing. But if, if that's what you need to, you know, help you through these times, and that's what it's more important to, to do, to set your ego to the side and the whole stigma. So I'm glad that therapy has become more of a uh, mainstream craze, as yeah. you would say. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we got today, though. I'm ready to which go. Which I'll in real quick with the, the Simone Biles, because I see a lot of people – you know, that are on the opposite side of, you know, calling her soft, essentially. Um, which, first of all, 99.9% of the people that are calling her soft have no ability to do anything close to what she's done. So it's just, it's it's just baffling to me that people that have no inkling or idea well, of... Well, hold up, hold up, hold well, up. What's hold up. baffling? 
Blaffling. It's, what, it's yeah. It's, what is blaffling? It's it's uh it's and I can't even ex- explain <laughs> what blaffling is. It's just how that's how crazy it is. Um, right. So but, check this hey, out, Tom. I this is this is the biggest thing that I took out of the whole Simone Simone Biles thing, and I knew that it was going to be very interesting listening to everybody's perspective of just this similar case. I have a friend that uh, that has a job that actually works, just has a normal job. And uh, he said that he doesn't have an opportunity to take mental health days. He can't just come into work and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to take the next three or four days off or five days off. Uh, and he goes, celebrities or professional athletes, man, they can get away with anything. And like I couldn't say anything. I, w- I, I was like, what? It was like, yeah, you know, we it'd be great if I can take some mental health days off. And that's where the conversation came up with the the regular uh, having regular jobs, having therapists, because, I mean, I think they looking at it from the time off, not necessarily the person getting healthy or well is more so the time off. But they was like, yeah, you know, you guys can do this, this, this and this. And they're always comparing their regular jobs to our jobs because quote unquote we reference it as our job and they was like no uh-uh, there's things that differ there well well the problem is and it sucks to say this but those jobs have earned that because they are the top 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 half percent that are able to do that so they and there's nobody else that can replace them and that's the reasoning why they get those benefits like it sucks but that is that's how it is not everybody could do it. if everybody could do that Everybody would have the ability to do that, but they can't. Everybody can go get a job if they want at a at a fast food restaurant or in the restaurant business or at other jobs. You can go do that. You, if you want to go work there, you can do that, but not everybody can be a professional athlete. It's just not physically possible. And I think that's where that comes in because they get – yes, they get a little special treatment because of that, whether it's fair or not, but it's because nobody else can do that. You can't – they're hard to replace – that's I just want to let you know I do. totally disagree with everything that Gary's saying. What? Go ahead, Gary. I that's, totally that's disagree with what Gary's yeah, saying. Exactly I totally disagree with everything agree. that you're saying. I totally disagree with everything that you're saying. Say it then. I, and, and the reason why I totally agree, disagree with everything you're saying. Are you saying that correct? Yeah, right. The reason why I totally disagree with what Gary's saying is because uh, you're right. Not everybody can be football players, but not everybody can go work in, in customer service. We say it all the time. Like, yeah, you in the wrong damn job. Right. So there are more people that can work customer service than can be professional athletes. And there's right. also people that are professional athletes that shouldn't be professional athletes. So there's always, obviously, <laughs> I, I mean, we could go round and round and round about this. All I'm saying is, and, and I'm not, I, and I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the majority. If you look at the majority of football teams, and I'm just talking about just based on star power and star power alone. If you look at it, there's a handful of guys that are star power worthy, or you know, there's there's probably 15, 20 guys that you can probably name off the top of your head that are in the National Football League, and every other guy is just role player guys. Like you look at the Bucks, you probably could name, could you name their starting five? I mean, you know, you know Giannis, but could you name their starting five? I I'm saying Chris Milton and Drew Holiday, and that's it. Exactly. There's that's my whole point. That's why I say when you say that anybody can be an athlete or be a I mean, nobody can I mean you could you have to be chosen pretty much. It's not you don't have to choose that that position. Just like 
you know, a lot of people think that they walk into these jobs and they're just like, oh, I think this is what I want to do. And then they later find out years later, like, nah, that ain't what I want to do. I, again, all I'm saying is that every job that you have come with some level of stress, come with some level right. of responsibility, come right. with somebody. Now, We're because not you, we don't. But, but listen to what I'm saying, though, Tom, just because your your levels are a lot higher than the normal people doesn't mean what they're going through is different from what you're going through. It's all think, I'm saying. That's I why I disagree with what you're that. saying. I don't think Gary said that. He didn't say that. Yeah, I didn't say I said that's the reason why they were giving that ability. And not every player. You, As you know, there's probably six to ten players on a team that could do that. Most people can't. Like if you're a, if you're just a special teams guy, you can't take a mental health day. There's now if you're Patrick Mahomes and you need to, yes, you can. But that it's only the the top 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 guys. Even the guys lower in the totem pole on I don't know a sports team can't do that. It, it, it's like it's only the top top, and I'm not, and it's definitely not fair. I agree, but I'm just saying that's the reason why because they're not replaceable, uh, and, and other people are replaceable. Okay. And that's why. And this That's is what's the reason crazy. Why. Is like, D, so tell me this. Um, do you think that the worst NFL football team, let's say just pick one. So let's say the 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 Detroit oh, Lions. It doesn't matter. I, there's no there's no there, there's no NFL team that'll lose to a college team. Exactly. And that's because even the worst professional athletes are so much better than other people. And, and you know, like that are at are good at the game, like the best team, Alabama, usually in and out every year. They would not even come close to beating the NFL team because the talent and size gap is just so large for for that. And, it's, and that's why you get the elite money at the professional levels because, like I said, there's just such a small amount of people that can do that. And, and, and like for reference, if you use football, there's 1,700 players on all the teams combined. That's in the world. 1700 and there is billions that are in other work it's hard to replace those 1700 people well i just i, I look at certain job titles that hold way more power and hold way more oh. responsibilities than than what we're doing like oh, you know I police agree. officers doctors nurses 100%. that see right. way, way way worse than what we see that are thousand percent what and, you're and I'm saying, pretty sure hundred of us, but there's millions of them. But yet, you know, we wonder why some of the things that go on in this world go on in this world because you know we feel like you know, hey, just like you, Gary, you was like, you know, jobs shouldn't have to pay for that insurance, dude, but you have to pay for insurance. You would think that if I'm gonna come work for your establishment and it come with some level of stress, you would cover me with that level of stress by having me a therapist on board. But again, that's what I said. Like a lot of jobs do give insurance. They cover your insurance for you. And you can use that to get a therapist where you're not paying a cent versus if you get a dedicated therapist at a work, you might not like that therapist. Well, you're stuck using that therapist. That's the, that's where I think there's an issue. Like you just have it where long as the companies are covering or the job are covering your insurance and it covers your therapist, they are providing a therapist for you. You have to make that choice to go do it though. And I think like time said, it's changing now. People are more accepting of going to a therapist and see a therapist. And I think things could change because of that. Before it was a, it was a taboo thing that people didn't want other people to know about. I, I, I'm saying that if I'm coming to work for your company, it shouldn't, I shouldn't have to pay for insurance 
for you well, to cover not. my therapy. If you work, if you like, just like for us, our insurance is paid for. Other businesses, there are people that work for them. Their insurance is paid for. If you're a full time employee, not, not, get, get, not no, every you job. Yeah, you you <laughs> we we talking about the masses though, Gary. We talking about the masses. I'm saying that there should be a therapist on board, regardless of whether you have insurance or not, because the level of stress that come with your job. If you're a nurse, if you're a doctor, if you're a lawyer, if you're a teacher, hell, the teachers, in my opinion, are the ones that they should have a built-in therapist that sit in a damn room, just like the principal and like the social workers and all them have offices. They should have a therapist office for the damn teachers so they can come in there and talk to them and everything should be confidential. Because these damn kids with school starting up, I don't mean to be random raiding or whatever, but I'm just letting you know that that's one of those jobs that should come with a built-in therapist. Football players, we should have that as well, but we have trust issues. Because we have those trust issues and it getting back to the team and ultimately costing us our job, we kind of stay away from that. But, I, again, I don't think it's any different from a normal job if you look at it from an outside looking in. Right. Well, I mean, I can see that, but it's, it's, that, it's that's the only thing that I'm saying. I, and I'm acting as somebody I'm playing devil's advocate and I'm saying, hey, I'm that person that I'm that person that when you say, oh, I can't take a knee, I'm comparing everything to the job that I do from a normal perspective. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So from and, a regular and, job, because I can't hold the NFL job, I can only compare it to that. Yeah. And it could change. I think that's the thing is like like time said. Think times are changing with therapists. People are more willing to go see and people are more willing to talk about it and all that kind of stuff. So that could eventually happen. It just before it was taboo. So it, nobody did it. So works could eventually do it because we're learning more about mental health and becoming more aware of it. So it could eventually get to that point. Makes sense. Tom, where are we going, man? Well, I wanted to finish out by saying that, um, you know, all that was to say that Simone Biles, I you know I commend her for being able to pull out because the thing that's different about um, gymnastics is that you can really get hurt. Can in I gymnastics. can I can I ask you this time? Yeah. So can you? And it's a it was this question came up because you know a bunch of memes and stuff popped up when Simone Biles decided to pull out for her mental health. Can she be the goat? In situations like this, like this is a high-pressure situation. This is like the clutch. This is like game seven of the NBA Finals, uh, 15 seconds or eight seconds left on the clock. Everybody's going to you. You're the best shooter in the country. We're gonna, everybody know the ball's going to you. You're down two. You need a three, and you're the best three-point shooter. He's going to pass it. <laughs> That's what his role model was. He's going to pass it. <laughs> that's not even true. LeBron and is hit. So many game winners, it's crazy. It's okay. We're, we're gonna we're gonna Fallacy. take a shot and we call the timeout and you say, Hey, I gotta take this playoff because of my mental health. Do you not obviously you know that everybody gonna be like, Hey man, you can't be the GOAT if you pull out like we don't care that you fall through, you know, all the other injuries and stuff like that, but like right now isn't the time because we need you more than anything because this championship is more than the other championships because this is the championship that we're going after right now. Do you see how people can say, oh, you can't be the GOAT if you're having issues right now at this exact time? Well, to that, I would say... You get what I'm saying? 
I hear what you're saying, but the thing is, too, we don't know when this started for her. Um, you know, she's had the weight of the world on her shoulders for a while. Um, I know she obviously wore the but that comes with the job, though, right? No, it, I, comes, I it comes with being the best in the I world. Understand. I understand, but the other thing that I'll say this is the difference for me, um, on, on just a grander scale, not even like the, the minute uh fact that, or not even it's not minute, but just like the, the intricacies of mental health being just super important, anyways. Um, I say I'm on the basketball team and I don't want to take the last shot for my mental health. Okay. I can literally take that shot, miss it. All right. What am I get, you know, bashed on Twitter or whatever. If she messes up because her head's not in the right place on gymnastics, she could kill herself. Like that's one of the most dangerous sports out there. And if you're not on top of your game, you could hurt yourself, you know, for life. Did you not hear me when I said earlier, like Chris Bosch retired? If it's that, if that's if it's that serious and that detrimental well, to Chris your Bosch health, had a Chris Bosch had a had a actual like heart problem. That is why he had to retire. Like, but I she has a she has a mental health problem. Right. Well, she had she had a block, so she wasn't able to perform at the right level. She's not able to perform at the right level. It's and the she, same thing she, with Chris Bosch, though. I, I, the, the only difference is, is one of them is physical and the other one is mental. And you can't mentally put a degree on it like you could with his medical condition because it's physical. All I'm saying is, is if we're going to treat this like a, a like a physical ailment, then we need to we need to approach it as such. That's all I'm saying. Right. Well, I, I mean, if, I, if, if you're going to say it is as bad as you're saying that it is, that's what everybody's saying is like she can go out there and she can kill herself. That's what everybody's saying. If everybody's saying that, then we should probably shut it down. Then. But it, the thing is, it's, it's not something that's going to be with her for the rest of her life. We, we don't, don't know that. That's the thing. It, 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 it goes both ways. That's what we're saying. We don't know that. Is, yeah, that's now you see what I'm saying, Gary. We don't know that. No, so right. you don't know either way. You don't know if she's going to get over it or but if she's she not. Knew, but she knew that Chris Bosch's heart issue wasn't going away. That's we, the difference. We, exactly. But but that's the difference between exactly. mental <laughs> and the, the the difference between physicals because we don't know if this is going to go away. It could go away. It could come back. It could be one of those things that linger for the rest of her life. We don't know that. So because we don't know that, how do we approach this situation? Do we approach it like this? Hey, we're going to take some time off. Then we're going to be back. I mean, it worked for Osaka. She came out. She said she's happy now. Uh, she ended up getting eliminated, I think, in like the third or fourth round. But, again, we're not going to tie her wins and losses into whether she's happy or not because we know that that's not the way that we can figure out if she's back on her game based on her winning game. So we, we obviously can't see it that way. We got to see it as her having fun whether she's winning or losing, as long as she's competing. And now that's where the parallels really fall in because Simone Biles, let's just be honest, she can be happy and have her mental health back and not winning competitions, and we're like, yo, what's going on? Right. So, again, I ask you, where does it stop? Because, it, it again, it has nothing to do with her and everything to do with us. So again, do she keep competing or do she shut it down? I I think she knows her her mental uh, status better than anybody else. And the thing about her sport is, you know, she honestly doesn't have a ton of time uh, left to be at. Uh, you know, gymnasts age out pretty early in their life. You know, so 
I mean, to me, I feel like she's probably heading towards, you know, just living her celebrity life anyways, because, and being a, you know, probably a commentator or something, just because that's what they do with, uh, the, the, you know, high level, uh, athletes, if they can do well, you know, put them on TV. Um, but I don't know. I just, I think that it's, I think it made the best move. It was best move for her. And not only that, it was the best move for her teammates because yes, as much as you want her to, to say like, Hey, or you want to say, hey, just pull through it. Like that's just that's just not that's just not the sport to say, hey, just go out there and do it for us. That's not the one. Um, it's it's so much mental that goes into it. Uh, I mean, shoot, you know that you know that D. You know how it mental you know doing something like that can be because you jumped off of a you know a, a turnbuckle into a table. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he right. didn't hit the table. Right, but I'm we, just saying, but he. But the thing is, he practiced it so much, he just got amped up, and you know, maybe he missed. No, the that's the thing. I never practiced it. That's the thing. I never practiced. Practice? No, I never uh, practiced. He wasn't gonna the... practice going through a table. <laughs> who, who does it? Nobody practiced that. That you didn't practice huh? like spotting, like landing in a certain spot. I now I did that, but you couldn't <laughs> that's jump what I'm because you couldn't jump because if you would have jumped, you'd hit the ceiling. So it was more so, yeah, it was, so it was. So that's what got you, the, the, the jump, the ability to jump. You're like, dang, you forgot that you were an athlete. That, that's what it was, man. <laughs> that, that's, that, that's, that's what it was. But again, if it's something that's, it, it's crazy to me because it, it's, it's one of these situations where, you know, people say, hey, this has been my lifelong dream. I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to do this. And then they do it. And it caused them some discomfort or it caused them potentially their mental health or it cost them something that they didn't know that it was going to cost them. And now their whole career of something that they wanted to do all them lives, all their lives is now costing them their life. It's 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 tough to to watch, if you will, because now you're. You're putting yourself on display for the whole world to judge you. Well, I think I think I have no like I said. That's I the no only problem. thing I have a problem with. I have no problem with her backing out because I'm in. Oh, that's fine. I'm not with her. But I think the problem will be if she competes again, we're all gonna worry. Everybody's not gonna be like, oh, she. We're all gonna be thinking, well, is her? Is it gonna be an issue gonna pop up because she hurt herself right here? It's not gonna look feel the same. Everybody watching again because we're not gonna know. We're gonna hope her mind's right because she's competing. Because she wouldn't do it if she wasn't if it wasn't right. But we're still in the back of our mind, not truly gonna know. And you can tie it to like the Michael Phelps stuff. Michael Phelps, he said it multiple times. He struggled with it. But again, his is swimming. It's big difference than gymnastics. He's not gonna probably hurt himself right. swimming. So right. he he retired because of it and then came back. But it's swimming. It's different. If you if and- she. If a Go swimmer ahead. goes down, they have a lifeguard at the pool. Have you seen that meme? <laughs> if you uh, think your job, job is useless, ever. just it's remember that job. there's a yeah, lifeguard at the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, but, Sorry, but here's keep the, going, Gary. And, and here's another thing, too, Gary, and, and I'm going to catch you while you, you've taken a break, and you can think about this and address this, too, while you're talking. Is it different that it's women that's coming out versus men? Like, are we allowed to come out and say, hey, my mental health, I need to push this to the forefront? Or is it it's okay to be a woman because we you it's that gender role. We fall back into that gender role of society. No, I don't think it matters either way. I think because I think it's been proven. I've hey, yet to whoa, whoa, whoa. I've yet to see a guy come out and say something about his mental health and miss some events. Kevin Love. Michael Phelps retired 
and then he came back later. And well, we and didn't know Ariana that Michael Phelps. We didn't know that he retired until afterwards. Well, yeah, we didn't know we until didn't afterwards. Right, yeah, right. afterwards he said that's why he retired. The, we didn't know said, at the time. Osaka and Simone Biles are two but athletes Kevin at the top it. of their game. Kevin Love's not at the top of his game. No, I'm saying at the top of their game, and are as these superstars. I, I'm saying LeBron James. I need somebody of equal stature of these women to come out and say, I, this is like a Patrick Mahomes right now. Like Patrick Mahomes coming out saying, yeah, nah. And then the gravity have to be the gravity of the gravity in which they stepped away, like a playoff game. Like, ah, oh, yeah, man, I got to um, – will we be received the same way? No, no chance. <laughs> okay. I, I, agree. I agree there is a different bar the fact, hey, the fact that y'all even said that and didn't even think about it makes me upset right now okay <laughs> well that's just that's just football fans football fans wouldn't be fine with basketball that. it could be basketball they it wouldn't be fine with it either everybody game. says they'd be fine but they wouldn't if it came to it especially if it came to like a championship no it, it would be completely different. I don't think – I think there would be some that would be fine with it, but for the masses, no, they wouldn't be. And it'd just be football fans. I think non-football fans would be completely fine with it, but any football fan would hate it. So so with everybody saying that, it's okay for me. It's okay for me. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying that it's wrong, and I'm not saying that I feel this way. But is it okay for me, for the people out there, to feel like you can't be the greatest and have – issues like this because you got to know that that comes with being the greatest because you're different from everybody else we expect different things out of you and because we expect different things out of you in order for you to be the greatest you got to shoulder this you have to shoulder this i understand that you're you you're brave you're strong you come from a lot but uh run el dino uh uh christian ronaldo uh, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, uh, Alan. We we don't we we understand that you know this is a lot to shoulder, but you've gone through and you've persevered up until this point. We expect you to continue to be the strong person that you show you are. You're immortal. I'm not. I think the only difference is the sport, gymnastics. You can really hurt yourself. You're not going to hurt yourself in all those other sports you mentioned. I think that's the biggest that's the biggest takeaway I would take from it is because gymnastics you could kill yourself you could hurt yourself most other sports you're not going to do that so it wouldn't be as big of an issue I think this is a huge issue because you could hurt yourself Okay I think the sport would play a big okay. factor into it I would say that football might be a sport that I would consider it too just because you can get really hurt playing football as well You, you can but it's just less likely that's all. Right. Right. Well, I think that is a good place to end that one. That's that. why I'm stopping because Gary don't make me say something that I'm going to later regret. Oh, I'm, I'm so mad at him right now. I'm holding it all in because we got to get to this basketball stuff. Well, and I don't want to do push that, another I week. wanted to tie. I'm so mad at Gary right now. Because <laughs> oh, no. he said you could potentially get hurt in football if. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I forgot I'm, I'm, I wanted to tie this into the mental health talk. So Bray Wyatt getting released, and I know, I know you guys know he's been taking a break from mental health. Do you? What do you think about the Bray Wyatt release as a whole? Bad move by WWE, or for one, what? I didn't know it had to do with mental health. Yeah, well, he, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, yeah, so, so that. Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt came to the company and said, "Hey, you know, 
there's a there's there's a lot going on in my life. It was there's, a lot after Brody I'm, Lee passed away. Yeah, after Brody Lee passed away, and then you know, obviously, he had the situation with his wife, and you know, having a new baby, and the the traveling and everything. Just hey, it's too much for me. I need a break. Well, in the course of him having that break, because he didn't know how long it was going to take that break, WWE released his ass. So from perspective wise. I, I understand both sides. Hey, there's a lot going on for me. I just need a break. Give me three, four, five weeks. Give me a month or two. I don't, I don't know how long it's going to take me to get over this. Okay, Bray, take as long as you need right now. Okay? That's from a Bray Wise perspective. This is what the company man, Vince McMahon said. That's from a, okay, no harm, no foul. Well, on the business side of things, Vince is like, look, my, my company right now, we need right. you. We absolutely need you. We need you to come out. We can't find anybody to replace you. My business is suffering right now. Why are you trying to get yourself together? I understand it's a the the move when I made it. I wasn't I was hurting, but I didn't think I was gonna be hurting the way that I'm hurting right now. I I need you to carry this company, but I can't even put the company on your back. So now I gotta go out and I gotta find somebody else. Now John Cena has stepped into that role that you potentially could have stepped in. So now I don't need you. I, I you're dead weight to me now. And because you're dead weight to me now, I got to let you go. So initially, it didn't start off that way. But because I got somebody to replace you, then it's business. And I can understand both sides. I'm not saying any side is right. I'm not saying any side is wrong. I just saying I can see both sides. This plays exactly into what we were just talking about with like Mahomes or something like that in football. Like you said, like we they expect him to do it. They released him. Now imagine if the Olympics sent Simone Biles home because she decided to withdraw and didn't leave her there. How do you think the backlash would have been for that? Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like wrestling, if you mess up, you can hurt yourself in wrestling if you land wrong and stuff like that. Absolutely. So like, and, and that's the thing. is, But they released him. And are they going to get any backlash for it? Probably not. Also, but, too, Gary, just to just to kind of catch everybody up, the she pulled out of the the one event and the American girl still won gold and overall. And then she pulled out the vault, I think, and the girl got second place or got gold as well. So it's not like we we lost the medal there. We just lost the performance of Simone Biles and that greatness that she brings to the table. But but just imagine if they were to send her home and didn't let her stay there. And then what if like it would have been a huge back. It's the same thing. So why would why isn't there one with Bray Wyatt for releasing him because of it? Like that, oh. that's the thing is it's the same exact aspect. Well, it, the, the reason why there's no big backlash to this is because WWE let a bunch of wrestlers go before and, and people were over WWE. And this is just their way. Like, oh, this is just another signing that they should have re-signed, but decided to let go. It's all right. Just another pickup for AEW in the future. Yeah. I don't know really? how they're going to use them, but we'll see. Really, and and honestly, I think that WWE has just had so much opportunity with Bray Wyatt that they fumbled the ball at. So I just I love the fact that he, if he goes to AEW, he's gonna have so much freedom to do what he wants. Because you gotta know, Braun's out right. there now, right? Uh, they can go, they can Bro, the Dark I, Order, all that. He could be the next, like he could do something to honor Brody Lee. Bro, I I have to tell you something about wrestling that it hit me, it hit me last night. Uh, Sunday, yeah, because you know we're going into to Monday Night Raw, uh, AEW, the, the the new week, and this is what hit me: Braun Strowman is yet to be signed by any company right now. CM Punk's reportedly 
signed with AEW. Daniel Bryan reportedly yeah, signed with AEW. You were yeah, wrong. I, w- I was wrong. I was wrong. Reportedly signed with AEW. We, I want to go to the Chicago show when CM Punk goes back. That's the one that I'm paying for. If you guys can't make it, oh well. Too sad. <laughs> oh, oh well. Sure that's that's what works. we talked about. That was the discussion. That's how it worked. That's how it's working this time, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, um, you know, they've gotten signed, and Braun Strowman hadn't gotten signed. So when he was with WWE, I was like, dude, AEW and any company would love to have this guy because I know Braun Strowman wrestling ability because I've had an opportunity to see him in dark matches, and he was able to show off his athletic ability. Well, WWE didn't show that athletic ability off, so I'm sure there's a lot of companies that's turned off by him because there's a lot of big guys that can do the exact same thing. I don't think there's Braun one Strowman company that's turned off by Braun Strowman. Everybody knows. Bro, why hasn't he been signed yet? Daniel Bryant well, took well, a think, deep breath and was with AEW. I think part You're of it tell is me that, part of it is he's recovering from injury, and then also he was asking for a huge payday, and I I think that was probably the big part, and because. AEW doesn't give gigantic paydays. They're still growing. So, like that, you if you're going to go there, you're going to take a little bit of a let, like, because that's what CM Punk even said himself. He said it ain't about the money. He said I'm not trying to get a huge amount of money. I'm trying to do it for Gary, my freedom to do what I want. I'm just saying, Gary. Gary. Just telling CM you. CM Punk is the Tupac of wrestling. Okay. You gonna tell me? <laughs> you gonna tell me that he didn't get paid to come back? This is the Michael oh, Jordan. I, I guarantee you he got paid, but I'm saying he it said it wasn't about getting the most. He said he probably could have got more money from WWE. And I guarantee he turned it down because he wanted the freedom to do what he wanted. I'm almost sure he didn't have an offer from WWE because of the the issues that he had with Vince McMahon. But that's nor here nor there. I'm saying that if Braun Strowman is was as sought after as you say he he is. His ass would have been signed somewhere already. We shall see, sir. We shall That's see. That's all I'm saying. I, I, Daniel Bryan, there's no way you telling me John Moxley, when he got released from WWE, he signed real quick. Uh, all these guys that signed real quick with WWE, you going to tell me that out of all of them, Braun Strowman is different? Stop it, Gary. You know the business. You know that nobody's out there really looking for him because any big man can do what he's doing. The the guy that's with AJ Styles right now, him and Braun Strowman are the same wrestler. They can find them a dime a dozen. I'm gonna tell you who they can't find though. They can't find a Daniel Bryan every day. They can't find a CM Punk every day. They can't find a John Moxley every day. That's who they can't find. I bet you Bray Wyatt gets a job faster with any other company, and he's hurt with him being released than Braun Strowman do. You want to make that bet? I think they come in at the same time, but we'll see. If they come in at the same time, that means Braun Strowman got there early because I mean, uh, uh, Bray Wyatt got there early because Braun Strowman has already been released. Correct. I'm talking days released versus when they sign. Not them. If they get signed at the same time, Braun got signed early. I mean, uh, Bray got signed early. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, we'll leave that one right there so we have enough time to get to Gary's hard statistical work. So Gary, how do you want to do this? You want us to get? I you really don't give a damn about his artistic, his hard work, because I know <laughs> who the players are. I don't think you do, but we'll oh, see. Yeah. Okay. So I want to hear. Let's go with time first. So we're gonna put this graph on the t- on the screen so you can see what I'm talking about, what we talked, what we yeah. saw, and everything. So time, give me your what player number one through five of who who you guys are. All right. So for my fifth player, 
on the the ten. This is the ten ten year stats, right? Correct. So, so tell them what you did. Year, so it's a ten year random. So everybody is ten years, all the same exact ten years, and it is broken down on what their stats were over those ten years. Okay. So for first one, I have. So is this five or one? Five. Okay. For five, I have player sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. For four, I have player twenty-four. Twenty-four. For three, I have player one. One. And then for two, I have player eighteen. Eighteen. And then number one, I have player eight. Eight. Okay. Are you gonna tell them those names? I, I will after you give me yours. Give me yours. Well, I'm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you my. I'm gonna give you my guys regardless. I'm not gonna lie to you here. Yeah, none of my none of the guys he just said other than uh his third player are the same. All of mine are different from his. Well, well time is he's a tryhard, so you'll stop. <laughs> uh, he he doesn't he doesn't he's not realistic, so you can never ask time anything realistic. I am realistic. Oh, I, was, I was I was realistic, but I want to know what his 8, 18, 1, 24, and 16 was. I I'm gonna give you both of them as soon as you give me your numbers. No, go ahead and give him his. Gary, I'm I'm a, I just this will be well, good 16 for fans. Is Jerry West. Okay. 24 is Larry Bird. Oh shit. Okay, that's not bad. Number 1, who should be number 1 on everybody's <laughs> list. The fact that he didn't means he is he doesn't care about actual integrity. Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. 18 is Jordan. Oh shit. And number eight is, of course, LeBron because he has no. That's why you can't ask. I just picked the stats. Hey, the stats. Hey, so because I'll tell you why you did when I give you mine. Okay, so my player, my player five was uh player two. Two. Okay. Yeah, player four was twenty five, and I felt like that was Steph Curry, so uh I put him at four. Three was player seven. Two was player six, and player one was player one. I mean, was one. So, of course, it should be Wilt. The fact that he did not put Wilt makes it even worse. Uh huh. Who is six? Six is Kareem. Ah! <laughs> seven. And seven is Hakeem Olajuwon. Nice. Centers was four, Steph. Yep. And then five was Shaq. I got all centers, bro, except so, Steph. So, I got all centers, bro. So I'm going to give you mine now. <laughs> Wilt should be everybody's number one based on just a 10-year stats. The fact that yeah, the he did not crazy. put it is ridiculous <laughs> because it, that's why you can't ask him realistic questions. Number two for me was Kareem. Number three was Jordan. Number four was Shaq. And number five was Oscar Robinson, who has better stats than LeBron. And he somehow didn't even make his list as LeBron. He literally has better stats than LeBron, but mm. for some reason he didn't get picked because we have a tryhard. He's got to be LeBron's got to be number one, even though he's not by these stats. It blows my mind that you can't be realistic. I am. I didn't. You didn't. I didn't put any names to these stats. But I you, just. But you know the stat. Like you told me, you knew Jordan was over thirty. And you didn't put Wilt number one. That's how I know you're not well, realistic. I, I told you one seems like a pretty obvious number one. And it should be number one, but you put it number three. Right. And literally, like, let me pull it up. Where is it? Oscar Robinson. Oscar Robinson averaged 26.9. 
to, to LeBron's 28. He averaged 7.3 to LeBron's 7.3. He averaged 9.8 to LeBron's 7. He was a 59% field goal shooter to LeBron's 51. And then he was an 88% free throw shooter to LeBron's 74. You explain to me how LeBron is better. And he averaged uh, two steals a game and the same amount of blocks per game. So you explain to me how LeBron was over that in stat. That that tells me you're not realistic when it comes to keeping track of stats. Well, looking at those stats, that just looked like a player that could carry a franchise. Man, shut the hell up, man. I, <laughs> thank y'all for joining us. We out. Come on. No, no, <laughs> real quick, I got So I had um, I also pulled ten other people. Yes. And I gave them the same exact things. And just for reference. LeBron only made the top five and three of those ten with these stats. How many did Michael Jordan make? Every one of them. He was either one or two or three in every one of those ten people. Well, he didn't make my top five. So, he- but I'm, no, I'm just saying. But by stats purposes only in a ten year span. Yeah. LeBron we, didn't make it, which I is mean, fine. We know, we, we know the goat, man. We know yeah, the goat. You want to know number one was every time? Wilt Chamberlain. So that brought me to the whole thing. Like you had Hakeem, you well, had you know Shaq. Wilt though. Wilt numbers are crazy, man. And I'm gonna tell you something, bro. I, I, I'm gonna tell you something. And we ain't got time for this. We can talk about this. Wilt Chamberlain's air, and again, we say it's different from each air, bro. But man, I can't even. I'm just gonna stop right there, man. Go ahead and no, end the time. No, so no, so you were talking about Wilt. I'll give you. I'll give you a thing. So Wilt played against Bill Russell, right? So they were in the same yeah. era. So yes. Bill Russell won MVP in 61 and 62, right? Yeah. And he averaged 16 points a game. He averaged 22 rebounds, right? He won MVP. While Wilt averaged 46 and 23. Explain to me how Wilt did not win MVP. Right. That was uh, crazy. I remember that year. <laughs> Explain to me. Like, Shut up, Tom. You don't remember that, Dad. Well, no, I don't I say, live, I, asshole. I should say I remember seeing a, like, Stat about that. <laughs> I, I remember, remember seeing about that oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was alive and kicking, ready. That's why I'm so expansive on this knowledge when it comes to basketball. Yeah. Well, uh, well, let's listen here, boys. I was, you know, I was about to dominate y'all in the basketball chair like always, but like Gary's shirt, you guys are saved by the bell because it's time to go. So we appreciate y'all tuning in for another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast, and we will be back. Next and the week. Russell Westbrook trade was terrible. Bye. Absolutely awful. But yeah, we'll talk I, about it. We'll talk about it next week. Talk about it. I don't really have much to say about that unless they get some shooters. But we all You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to 